Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Ann and Una. And you're listening to Engage, the podcast. To the engaged podcast yeah. where we discuss all things wedding planning and healthy relationships welcome back what it is oh what's <laughs> up remember that one got you in the cut god damn yeah. <laughs> um for those who are tuning back in after the first episode appreciate you we got a lot of love we got a lot we of did. love on the first episode like it felt really great and not like a shocking amount because i think that like people like us like individually and they also like us together but it was just, like, a lot of, like, positive, like, oh, like, you all did such a good job, blah, 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 blah. Like, so it just, I don't know. It just, it was just encouraging. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Um, and so thank you for old listeners when I guess we only have one episode. So <laughs> hey. just more like returning listeners. Um, and then if you are new to the podcast, if you just got put on, welcome. Go um, ahead and uh, check out our first episode as well. Go ahead and slide that over Learn there. Learn how we you know met each saying. other. Did all that. Yep. Um, and then again, for new listeners, it is Anthony Wright. Everyone calls me Ant. Everyone calls me A-O Ant. You know what I'm saying? If you're trying to slide it. No one really calls me that. Nope. But people call me Ant. <laughs> but when I did start the Twitter name, it was so when people like see me in the streets. They'd be like, A-O Ant. And I'd be like, oh, what's happening? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, smart branding. Good job. Shout out to uh, Gaston Joshua from Riverside, who actually was the creator of that name. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, and um, my name is Una. <laughs> Why are you always so weird with your name? I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> my name is uh, Una. <laughs> yeah, that's me. Hi. Yeah. So um, just want to reiterate that this podcast is um, a way for us to not only share like our experiences with um, our own engagement um timeline and stories and such we got engaged in september of 2018 um and our wedding um you know we're trying to figure all that stuff out um but it's not only a time for us to like hold ourselves accountable by you know keeping you all updated with everything that we have going on um, but also a chance for us to interview um and just to engage with other couples who are either married or dating or, you know, like life partners, whatever people's situations are, um, and get advice on different topics that we have questions about ourselves as we approach this, um, this forever thing. So, Mm -hmm. um, super exciting. Um, and again, for the people who are new like this, we could really care less if, not that we can care less if you listen, but like, it's more about like the conversation that um, Una and I are having and the conversation that we're having with our guests um, and we just happen to be recording it and so um, we thank you all for caring about the stuff that we're talking about um, and really hope that you all get something out of this because we are yeah especially after the first episode like stuff that um, came up like when we broke up for like which ended up being I think <laughs> I think we figured it out because um, if you listen to the first episode there was a discrepancy as to how long our actual breakup was um, and I was talking to, or Una's mom came over, shout out to A-Team, uh, Margaret, 
Um, and she was like, yeah, I think it was actually a day, but I think we have the timeline right where um, we broke up early in the day on like a Friday and then <laughs> she had to sleep over or whatever with her homie. And then that Saturday towards like the evening um, or like mid afternoon, whatever, like we got back together. So we were both right and we were both wrong at the same time. It wasn't a damn week. That's for sure. Um, but So basically you're saying I was wrong. Okay. I mean, kind of, sort of. Um, <laughs> And that just kind of is what it is. So, um, again, if you haven't listened to the first episode, we definitely encourage you to go back, um, learn about us, and then that'll kind of help you um, get some context as to the rest of the stuff that we're talking about. Yeah, exactly. Um, And that brings us to, you know, our process Mm -hmm. of getting ready for our wedding. So, we have some exciting news. This segment will be called, uh, What's Up With The Wedding? What's up with the wedding? What's up? Like Martin? Okay, well, we'll have to figure that out. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah. So, as we said in the first episode, we're going to try to, again, keep ourselves accountable uh, with, like, stuff that we want to do with our wedding um, by keeping you all informed as to what's happening. And so, um, yeah, our first, I guess, like, real update that we have is that we have booked a venue. Um, We will be at Aldo Leopold. Is it Nature Preserve? Nature Nature Center? Nature Center. Nature Center, um, located in Monona, Wisconsin, yeah. which is right outside of right outside of Madison. Um, and so that's really exciting. Um, I know that in our initial search of venues, we were like, "Damn, this is expensive." Yeah, and we had like kind of written it off. I think originally, we were like thinking about getting married on campus at the Union, doing a little like botanical garden ceremony and stuff. But that just proved to be really hard to wrap our heads around as far Mm -hmm. as like pricing and like logistics of like getting people to two places and Mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff so we kind of like just on a fluke we're able to schedule a visit of Aldo Leopold and we're like okay well we'll see what's what's good we kind of had like I said written it off Mm -hmm. and then we went in and just like completely fell in love with the venue and the um the the event planner that they have there was really great and really worked with us to like um figure out like payments and and just like making sure that all of the things that we want to happen are able to come to fruition and they're re um doing the inside of the yeah. space so it's about to be super nice we get to go back in April to see what that looks like but it's also nice just to have like a home base to be able to have our ceremony and our reception in one place mm-hmm. and um and the really package beautiful. yeah the yeah. package is super nice um Ooh, yeah. so like in the in the other places that we were looking like we would get um i guess like to backtrack we were looking at the union at on campus um more so because we were both union members um so we were able to get the space for free uh-huh. um but the where the money came in was um we had to get like a minimum or pay a minimum of like seven thousand uh dollars for food and alcohol which, like, with food alone, we were probably going to hit, like, $6,500. Um, and that's not including the open bar that we plan to have at the wedding. And that was, um, it was, like, $7. I think they said it was $7 on average for a rail mixer or just, like, a regular beverage. Yeah. And then um, we have <laughs> we have some heavy drinking friends. Um, we're not trying to get our, our whole party completely drunk. Right, right. And so but if we were to offer way. that... At that venue, um, that was looking like it was going to be another like seven, eight thousand dollars alone, just ridiculous for alcohol. Um, yeah. so that would be 
any other caterers, any other alcohol distributors. So it was just like, while the, the free space was a great thing and made us interested in the space in the first place, it just ended up like the money just snowballed out of control before we even like really got any traction so yeah and now um with Aldo Leopold um we not only get to have uh the space for um three days so we have the space for um Saturday Sunday which is going to be the actual date of the wedding and then Monday um uh, for cleanup and stuff so we can have a rehearsal um our actual wedding and then clean up and not have to worry about that that night mm-hmm. um we get to bring in um our own like alcohol wholesale so we can um, essentially get alcohol from a liquor store um, and, uh, you know, just have that readily accessible, which comes out to be, uh, well, hopefully um, it'll be around 2000 to $2,500, um, depending on, again, <laughs> how much our friends uh, go crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, that's much cheaper than the seven dollars $8,000 that the union was about to charge us. Um, and they have like, I think I was really sold on the the environmentally like conscious aspect of it and so they have um really like affordable caterers and they have them they have to be like renewable they have to be sustainable sustainable. so they are really all about having um green weddings at their venue um and making sure they're working with caterers and other like any of the other like venue or like um what am i trying to say um, vendors that they work with, they try to make sure that they can be green with all the stuff that they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and on top of that, like they're a nature preserve. So that's like all of what they're about. Um, and for paying for the venue itself, we were really excited because it actually means that our money is going towards the, all the programming that they have going mm-hmm. on there to make sure that, um, kids and students in the Madison area are able to like be a part of that and like one with nature right so it, it, it all just kind of like lined up i remember leaving that place and like the guy like um who was showing us around was like super just super excited about like the mission of the the shout place shout out to duncan shout out to duncan um definitely was a, a really good salesperson um but i feel like he wasn't even trying to sell us on no, like having just the wedding was like whatever you guys want we really want to make sure that everybody who gets married here like really enjoys their time and i feel like that like didn't happen with any of the other places that we had either toured or reached out to mm-hmm. like he was really trying to like get to know us and stuff like that and whereas everywhere else was like this is what we have like let us know if you want to do it right so so it all it's all looking up so we really have exciting. we have the the location um, we have the date, which is super exciting, and um, I feel like that's one of the the hardest parts is narrowing that down and then kind of yeah. moving forward. So I'm glad now, that we got that locked. Now that that's locked in, we can kind of start to visualize what everything else will look like, and that was like our biggest thing that we wanted to get out of the way. So mm-hmm. looking up, it's all good. So we'll continue to um, keep you all updated on what's up with our wedding, this top or not this topic, this title of the segment is probably going to be TBD. <laughs> I, I like it. I think it's just like awkward at first. We just got to make it flow a little bit better. Um, but hopefully on the next episode, we have more uh, more updates for you all. And we might not. And we might not. Because we cool. also have quite a long time. So just, I mean, as things come up, we'll let you know. Otherwise, it's really just wrapping our mind around like taking this new step. So yeah. All right, so that brings us to our topic for today. Oh, we 
we want to thank all of you who um, sent us questions on Instagram or like we got a few through texts, mm-hmm. um, Twitter, all those good things. Thank you so much for sending us questions. Um, we got a good amount that I think we'll be able to dive into today. So um, yeah, we yeah have, let's get going. We have about eight of them. Um, some of them kind of overlap. So um, if you don't hear necessarily your question asked directly, if you did ask a question, um, like we're going to try to like just loop them all um, together, the ones that make sense. Uh, so, yeah, we'll just get started. So our first question that we got from you all um, is what are our favorite things and qualities about each other? Um, and then kind of with that, how do you know each other? We're like the one, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, I you can, can I can go, go first. Ahead. You want me to go first? Yeah, go ahead. Um, yeah, so Una is like one of the like sweetest people ever, like when it comes to um, how she engages with people. Um, she loves kids. One of her main goals is like to be a mom. And I'm like, dang, one of my main goals is like to be a good dad and stuff like that. And not just like a mom, but like a good mom and stuff. Um, so that's something I really admire about her. Um, I think that she does a good job. Um, when it comes to just like being more like futuristic and thought, um, she just has a very like detail oriented nature about her, which I definitely don't have. And so like, that's definitely like a nice balance. Um, even when we're kind of like planning for the podcast, I'm just like, all right, yeah, let's just go ahead and like <laughs> start recording and we'll just let, let the thoughts flow. And she's like, um, you know, maybe we should think about this, isn't this? And I'm like, yeah, actually you're right. So stuff like that is really cool. Um, I think that she is very supportive, um, like, especially when it comes to stuff that I'm doing. Um, but I've seen it happen also with like your friends and stuff like that. Like you truly care and like invest in people um, to the point where like they know that you're authentic with it. Um, and so that's really cool to see. Um, I think yeah, you just you're very you're all about like moving forward and like developing yourself and whatever that looks like it like whether it comes to um work school like your relationships um i don't know it's just like a it's a cool thing that you do so those are those are some of the things um and then how did i know that you were the one i don't think i've ever told you this part um it was the first time actually that you met my sister and i seen how my sister looked at you as like a man like una's like super tight and like she truly like looks up to you um, and not that like any of, I'm trying to think of the, the previous girlfriend I had before you, I don't think she met like What you mean? Sister. You didn't have no girlfriends. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, and so like at, after that moment, I'm, I think it was when we first went to Arkansas like mm-hmm. and like stayed there. My sister lives in Arkansas for folks who don't know and stayed there and just seeing like how you interacted with Cash. Um, my sister's name is Cash. Um. I don't know if I'm on shout her Twitter out, but she's cool people. <laughs> um, but seeing the way you interacted with Cash and just like how that relationship was just like so natural and stuff like that, um, that kind of like solidified all the things that like I seen in you. Um, and I was like, you know, like this could be like a, this could be like a forever thing. Like just like family, like it was mm-hmm. just so natural. Like I think with everyone in my family for that matter, like mm-hmm. you just like fit, mm-hmm. um, and so it really wasn't anything that had to do with me because, like, I was pretty solidified. I'm like, you know, like, from the jump, when I first seen you, I was like, all right, 
think this is gonna be locked down. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think this is gonna be locked down. <laughs> um, so it was more so like seeing you with the other people that I care about, and seeing like mm-hmm. how those people cared about you too was just like a a very like solidifying like cool like this is it. Cool. Yeah, that is kind of fun to hear. Um, that is kind of fun to hear. It is. I don't. You know, it's like not something that we just like talk about regularly. No. Um, so, all right. So the things that I like most about you, I would say that one of your, the best qualities about you, I'm like very much so like more of like an introvert. Like I would be totally fine with, um, like staying home and like doing that, like nothing for a while. Right. Um, but you, not only are you all about getting your energy from the people that you're around and really making sure that you're like building those connections and that the people, I think you have a lot of people that you hold close, but Mm -hmm. somehow even with the like multitude of people that you know and that you love, you still like show them all love in so many different ways and like so genuinely and like truly like are there to like answer the phone when when anybody has to call you um and so that's like something that I really admire about you and on top of that just being able to like bring people together like you are able to like in a crowd of people like know so many people from so many different places and really like help each other or help all the people that you know like come together um which I think is like a really challenging thing to do and you do it like so effortlessly um <laughs> I, I just dabbed he, he did <laughs> I wasn't gonna mention that but all right um and yeah and then on top of that too I think that your love for your family as well is something that I really admire and that like I've seen from you and which also encourages me for like the future and like how we're gonna raise our family I think that like you've learned so much from your family that's like so clear and like that is so important that, like, I know that that's going to be present when we have our own family. Um, and, yeah, I think those are, like, the main things. I'm sure there are plenty of other ones. And how did I know that you were the one? That's, like, a good question because mm-hmm. I don't really know. Fair. <laughs> like, I think that, um, to be honest, like, I feel like when we first started dating – like, back when I was in high school, and not that this was, like, a conscious thing of me being, like, oh, like, this is, mm-hmm. it's just you, like, that, right? But I don't really ever, and I think, like, early on, right, whenever you're starting out in a relationship, you're, like, that's crazy, like, um, I'm just, like, with this person, and I think everybody, like, will see other people and be, like, oh, they're attractive or whatever, mm-hmm. and not really know what that means now that you're in a relationship, but, like, more so, like, I just feel like, I never really saw it ending, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Like, I couldn't really picture what that would look like. And so it was just, like, a kind of constant thing. And I feel like we've also constantly just grown closer together. And so we've had, like, challenging times. But... It it was more, it's more so been, like, not that I, like, know that you're the one, but, like, I know that there's not really, like, any desire for me to want anybody else, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Um, So, yeah, I can't, like picture an exact moment but especially like within the last few years I just feel like the only thing that I've thought about is like how we can continue to grow and how we can continue to like move past things or whatever rather than like oh I know that you're the one it's Mm -hmm. just like kind of been in what we do we've done if that makes sense no makes sense for sure and that kind of like is a nice segue for our next question 
Um, yeah, our next question is, how do you argue or talk about the things that you disagree on? Which, um, I think that, okay, so I, and correct me if I'm wrong, I feel like I'm a very, like, solutions-oriented person when it comes to problems, um, or, like, any issues that we have, which, like, can get annoying for sure, for sure. It's great, it's so great for so many reasons, and at the same time, it, like, pisses me off. (laughs) Like, Uno would be mad, um... And I was like, all right, cool. You know, like, sorry about that. Like, how do we fix this? And then she's just, then she gets more mad. It sounds like like he's in a strategy meeting. Like, (laughs) it literally, like, he's like, hey, okay, I'm sorry. I'm coming to the table and letting you know that, like, I did this, this, and this wrong. But, like, I just want to find a way to, like, find a solution and move forward. Which is, like, great. Like, that's, like, the most, like, logical way to move forward for something. But I'm like, no! (laughs) Just, like, be angry. Like, this is ridiculous. So, yeah, I think... But I think that it works out that way because I'm, like, the opposite. I'm, like, let me just feel all the feelings and have no solutions. So somehow it, like, works out. Because yeah. um, I really get, like, I don't get angry. Like, there's, no. and I'm, I think that when people think of uh, relationships, like, traditional, like, arguing, like, it's, like, a screaming match and all the stuff, which I can say, like, in our seven years of being together, we probably had, like, one, maybe two times where, like, we were literally yelling at each other and, like, it just wasn't, we had like... Two. Yeah. It just wasn't, like, productive. Um, and I, I don't think, like, in general, I'm pretty quick to anger. Um, but, so, yeah. So, like, when it comes to uh, us arguing and, like, Una wanting... I think how she gets frustrated at me for, like, wanting to be, like, all right, let's just... Let's figure out a way to move past it and, like, do it. Um, she gets frustrated with that. But I get frustrated. I'm like, all right, being mad about this, like, isn't necessarily <laughs> going to, like, do anything. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think we need to balance each other off well in that um and we've learned to kind of like we've learned how to deal with that um that dissonance um just like Mm -hmm. in being together for so long like i know now like if Luna's feeling upset about something i'm like all right cool i'm gonna give you the time to be upset Mm -hmm. holler at me when you're ready and like i'm ready for solutions but even then it's like that but sometimes i get mad because i'm like well why aren't you here like asking what's wrong even though i know like when he asked me what's wrong you're not gonna say anything nothing Nothing. (laughs) i'm okay nothing and they'll just like shun me no yeah i think that's definitely like we've worked through that quite a bit and i think that i've i've definitely gotten better better. i think but i also think that we have less to argue about now if I don't know. I and I that's I don't think that's like a forever thing. I'm sure we'll have things that are so much more challenging than we've had to go through now. Um but I think too one thing about arguments is like I do think that we have arguments and not fights. Mm-hmm. And I don't think we've ever really had fights, which I think is a really important like difference. Um because I think that regardless of, like, how we're feeling, we still, like, try to be respectful of each other. Like, mm-hmm. I would never, like, call you a name or, like, vice versa. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think just, like, con- continuing to come at arguments or disagreements from a place of, like, respect and, like, us both knowing that, like, our end goal is to try to work through this so that we can, con- like, be better or, like, whatever. Um, is really important for how we've been able to move forward. And I get really annoyed, like... I I just found think it sounds super stupid when like somebody will ask me like oh do you like guys fight a lot or whatever I'm like no we really like don't mm-hmm. like ever and I feel like that's like such an annoying thing to have to say like like I don't know like it makes me feel uncomfortable that we don't have arguments like it's a problem or something yeah well not not even that but I feel like it's like um 
I don't know. I don't feel, I don't, I like, I feel like sometimes when I say it, it sounds like I'm like, no, we never fight. We're yeah. always good, which is definitely not the case. Mm-hmm. But I think that we've really tried to make sure that we're, and I don't think this has ever been like something we've said, but we've always tried to be like respectful in those spaces, even when like we get annoyed with each other. So, right. And we also like, we don't have like a lot of big, arguments or whatever we also be arguing about like a lot of dumb stuff like <laughs> like it'll be uh i'm trying to think like it's it's so stupid some of the stuff that we like have little disagreements about um i'm trying to think of one we like got into an argument about like crunchy peanut butter versus like creamy peanut butter and like we're 100 percent serious like <laughs> it, it would start off as like a oh, you're like, like oh you're crazy no yeah. well, you're crazy and then we're like no shut up <laughs> like stop <laughs> Like, stupid stuff like that. And then, like, Una, again, like, Una gets uh, annoyed, like, very quickly. And, like, she'll never say, like, she'll be like, oh, I'm not, or I'd be like, are you mad about, like, crunchy peanut butter? And she'd be like, no, like, I'm not mad. Like, it's whatever. I'm just annoyed. I'm like, Or, like, I'll be like, no, I'm not mad yet. But if you say one more thing, I'm actually going to be pissed at you about crunchy peanut butter. Just turn it up on me for no reason. But for real, though, crunchy peanut butter is trash. Let's make that clear. Moving right along, um, our next question that we received, how did you budget for the ring? Um, This is a pretty straightforward answer. Uh, So in, I proposed in September of 2018. Um, I was saving up for a year prior to that. So when I first got my my first job out of grad school, my first big boy check, um, I started saving, but like, honestly wasn't sure if um, like I was ready to get married and stuff like that. Um, but I was just like, you know, if this is something that I'm interested in, um, not something that, that I'm interested in, but like if some, something that I wanted to do, like in a year from now, um, I needed to, you know, stack some coins to, to save for the ring. And so, um, I was saving, um, like a certain amount every check, um, I had it in a, uh, a CV. Um, and so the CV I couldn't touch without penalty. So like I would just put the money in. Um, and I couldn't touch the money for a year. And so I had a a certain amount that I was saving again. Uh, I'll save every month from September to September um, until I was able to afford the ring. And uh, that's pretty much that. Mm-hmm. So it was, uh, it was interesting to see how, um, yeah, it was interesting to see how that kind of became so simple to save. And it kind of like helped me see like how saving money in mm-hmm. general is like, is I think I save money better when I have a goal to save for versus mm-hmm. just like saving money to save money. Mm-hmm. Um, so like even now, like when we're saving money for trips or something like that, like I have to call it something. I can't mm-hmm. just say like, oh, I'm putting away a couple hundred dollars for savings. Like it needs to be for something. Um, but I kind of knew that I was ready to um, to propose to Una um, going back to episode one when we were at that wedding, which mm-hmm. also took place in September. And so um like it was at the point where i was able to access my money um that i was saving and even then it was like man like i've say i've done a good job in saving um i really love her and stuff wedding and marriage is just like a big step um but um that wedding really like solidified um everything that i was feeling i was just like i just got to go for it that's kind of like how i knew that i was ready mhm yeah i for I mean, obviously, I wasn't saving for a ring. Um, But, like, for that year... And we had been living together for a year as well by Mm -hmm. the time that you had proposed. So, I feel like we 
had come from being in a long distance relationship to living together and like reacclimating ourselves to each other um as far as just like being around each other really consistently um and as far as I knew when I knew I was ready I think like I knew I was ready and then I became less ready as it got closer but more so just like nerves because like I think as we were together longer, living together in the same space, I was like, okay, well, yeah, now we're moving to moved in together. Like, the next step is obviously us getting engaged, and I knew we both wanted to do that, but it was like the when was the question, and as it got closer and closer, I was like, yeah, I want this to happen, but oh my god, like, this is crazy. She was on it with the, with the timeline. On it. I was. I didn't know I was, though. I told you you were. What do you mean? I was like, yo, you're... No, because like there was a time. Strict. There was a time where we had been talking about. I would think I had gotten annoyed for some reason. I must have thought that it was going to happen sooner, but I wouldn't have been ready if you had done it sooner. So there must have been a time where I thought it was going to happen sooner, but we hadn't talked about it at all, and we had already started living together. And I was like, "Listen, I just need to know that this is on your mind. You don't have to tell me when, but I need to know that this is like something that's happening." You said that, and you need to know that like I'm putting money away. Well, yeah, like, I needed to know that it was, like... like it, it wasn't enough just to, like, be a thought. It had to be, like, all right, I need some concrete. <laughs> I need to see bank statements. No, I did shit. not say that. I did not need to see no bank statements. But I did say, yeah, I was, like, I need to know that this is actually a thing and not you just being, like, yeah, we'll get engaged one day. Like, that was, like, very ambiguous. So... But I think, like, that... For me, like, that... Was better than saying like, oh yeah, we'll be engaged next year. I feel like for, no, 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 I, I know. Feel like that's not necessarily the most realistic thing. No, absolutely. And I think that originally speaking, I probably had like a more intense timeline in mind. But I, I really, I feel like I really quickly like let that go. And at that time when we were talking, you were like, oh, like, I just want you to know it probably won't be on your timeline. And I was like, that's fine. And that's that was real. Was it fine? Yeah, no, it really was. Like, if you had, if we had gotten engaged later, I think it would have been fine. I knew it was coming, just, like, the way that, like, we were interacting with each other. And you've seen the ring, so. <laughs> you also knew that part. I did, but even before then. Even before then. Right. So, like, I knew it was coming closer, and so, like, the few months, like, all summer, I was, like, I remember having a conversation with my friend Taylor. We were in the pool at our apartment, and I was, like, I feel like it's going to happen, but I don't know when. And then by the end of that summer... We were basically engaged, so um, I would have been fine, and as it came closer, I was more nervous about it, but more nervous is in, like, okay, it's happening. Cool. Yeah, I feel that. Um, so, the, I mean, saving and talking about that kind of stuff is, like, a good way to talk about another question that we got, which was, how do you all, or how do you think that couples should split finances 50-50 or proportional to income? And this question, um, we... Actually, when we first got it, um, we started talking about it, and I thought we were saying the same thing, um, but like in retrospect, like I don't think that we were. And mm-hmm. so, um, and I've also we haven't talked about this, but like I've also had uh, a ch- not a change of heart, but like I understand more what you're saying based mm-hmm. on like our recent trip. So like, um, I was saying that if we both have, if I have like my bank account, your bank account the our our bank account right mm-hmm. where it goes for like rent and like other bills and whatever else that we are like saving up for like whatever that all goes into 
the our bank account from like our respective checks. And then from there, whatever like individual spending money or whatever that we needed or like personal savings or whatever will go to like our own accounts. But you were saying that everything should start off in the big account. Mm -hmm. And then I think I get lost with... Because I I swear we were saying the same thing. So basically, so this question, 50-50, let's start there. 50-50 or proportional to income. And I think that we both agree that it has to be a proportional thing. Like we are in completely different career paths. We, um, and as are a lot of people, um, things may change based on like jobs or I'm about to start grad school and stuff like that. So like all that to say that I think that proportional just makes more sense for like the ebb and flow of how that stuff works. Um, 50, 50, I just don't think is like really makes a lot of sense in a lot of different configurations. Mm -hmm. Um, and like, so I think I think we both agree with each other on that. And so my point, um, as Anthony was saying, beyond that just like basic question is like how how do couples when they get married bring their finances together? Because I think that's still a different question than like how do you split your finances, right? Like how do you each pay for things versus how do you combine your finances? And some couples don't combine their finances at all and still have separate paychecks that go to separate accounts. And they pay for things separately and maybe just still do that splitting of bills and things, um, but still have like their designated things that they pay for um, and their own their own spending money, whatever's left over. Mm-hmm. Um, and so more what I was saying was that I think it makes sense if you're com- combining finances to combine that from the beginning and then say like we still have obviously we still have our own money to not our own money but we still have a pool of our own money so that we can you know go shopping and do the things we do every month but my point was that if we're able to put it into a pool together and rather than put it in a pool together pay for our bills from that pool and then take out, you know, our own our our designated money to spend individually a month, then all that's left is still in our joint accounts to be saved or be allocated to other things. Whereas I think where you were coming from was more so like all of our money gets pooled into or all of our money is separate. We put in the money that we spend on bills and our monthly things that we do every month. And then whatever is left is our own spending money. Not all of it, though. Like, no, no, I was I including, like, savings and stuff in that. Sure. Um, which is where, like, even you saying it again, I'm like, we're saying the exact same thing, except, like, the processes are different. Like, you're starting whole to part, and I'm starting part to whole. Yeah, but I think that that's, like, a it's, a, it's kind of, like, a fundamental, like, difference still. Like, so if you had $500, I have $500, and we each put in $200 a month for our bills. Mm-hmm. So that goes in there. We each put in $200 for, let's wait, let's change this, right? right. So I have $600, you have $500. Okay. We both put in 200 for groceries. We're splitting that evenly. Mm-hmm. We both put in, uh, for our bills, we both put in 200 to save. And then I have 200 left and you have 100 left. Mm-hmm. That would still mean that I have, we have a different amounts of money. Whereas what I was saying is we both put all of our money in and we just each take out $200 or $100 at the end of the month or at the beginning of the month for us to spend 
on our own just for us to not have to be like oh hey babe can i take out this money or hey i want to go buy some shoes right so you're saying that so like if you if you had <laughs> no and this like i'm trying to figure it out so you're saying that if you had two hundred dollars left and i had one hundred dollars left i'm saying i wouldn't have that in the first place because we just take out a hundred dollars it's the fundamental difference so you'd rather have if you had 600 i had 500 and then at the end of what we had to pay for you had 200 dollars left and I had $100 left based on my income. Income. Okay. You wouldn't want your $200? I'm saying that that goes into our pool of things, of our stuff. I think that's where the 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 proportional comes in because like I you or I based on whoever has the income coming in won't always have the same amount to allocate to those things. And so so is it proportional with hmm okay so like but i think the proportionality comes in more so with like the 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 bills and the saving and less about the spending money like i don't think spending money should be proportional to income i think spending money should just be like what you got you know am i making like i don't and again we're still trying to figure it, it is, out and i'm not saying and, and i obviously this is all just I don't. I don't even think that we need to include all of this in the actual podcast. We, we, neither of us know what we're saying. Right. This is obviously a conversation that I think is gonna take some time to like actually figure out, and is very like, it's it's all gonna be rooted in the context of what we're living in at the time. You know, like what what we're doing right now just won't always make sense for later. But I think it's an important conversation to have and I'm sure we will I think it's a good idea to have we will in future podcasts have a discussion about what finances and bringing finances together really looks like um but I think it's 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 a messy thing because of the because of just like those differences and it's something that I think is important to talk about because so many um issues in relationships and like divorces result from um, issues with money mm-hmm. and so I think that wherever we're at right now is like fine we're still figuring our way through it um, but it's an important conversation to have and we will continue to have it but the whole point was I think that it's proportional we both do yeah and I think that it it has to change and grow as you you do as well mm-hmm. and it, it, it can't be a stagnant thing right for sure and I think that when so we just got back from uh, from North Carolina um, for a school visit and uh you know i was coming to the not the realization but just like it was actualizing that you know like una's going to be in grad school and i'm going to have a full-time job and like i'm going to have to take on like the bulk of like mm-hmm. like financial things when it comes to like rent and like other things because like grad school stipends like aren't much of anything nope. um in comparison like you have like a, a full-time job right now um, and so, like, again, the proportionality of it, like, I understand, like, that's going to be a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, again, I think I'm pretty sure we're saying, like, very similar things. I think, like... I think we are. I agree. I think we are saying very similar things. But I think that just with the few differences we have or just, like, the the view that we have could also really change as, like, more things come into play. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, as as our finances just just generally speaking get more complicated mm-hmm. um as we get into our careers and and things like that so i think 
right now it's all this like hypothetical which stuff. neither one of us do really well in like <laughs> right. hypotheticals at and all and so it doesn't really make sense until you're living in it but i think that we're both open to having those conversations which is hopefully like a good step yeah. in the right direction for sure and then um as una said we have a um a marriage and finances um podcast coming up um within the next couple of weeks so hopefully um we'll get our some questions answered as yeah, to like I hope so. how folks deal with that. <laughs> um, two more questions for you all. Um, what are your expectations for each other after marriage? Um, I think that for me, like a big expectation is just that we don't remain stagnant or like complacent with like things being like, okay. You know what I'm saying? Or like mm-hmm. um, that we're constantly like uh, reassessing our situations and seeing like, you know, where we're falling short um and figuring out ways to like get rid of those gaps Mm -hmm. um not being boring um I think that we try to do a good job at like doing things but um I think that as people get older and like have kids and stuff like that like they're not really it's harder to prioritize each Mm -hmm. other when you have like all these other responsibilities and stuff um so that's something that I I hope that we we are sure to to do and keep at the forefront of our minds um and uh just to just to remain fun and fresh um yeah i think it's easy to get stuck in like old habits or just like yeah old ways and stuff yeah and i think that we already like that's already something that you still like we both have to like work on um and so i think for me along those lines is to continue to like keep dating and like making time for each other specifically rather than like being together but like actually making time to be doing something together Mm -hmm. um we love to watch movies and we love to like hang around with our dog and stuff but I think that as especially as things only become more complicated finding time to do something for each other together is going to be really important so I hope we yeah yeah um, all right, and then our last question, which we thought was a fun one. This one came through from our friend Natasha, and she's asked us, um, what our ideal honeymoon would look like for each other? So she asked us to think about this individually and not share it with each other, which I feel like we've kind of like already talked like a little bit about it in passing, um, but hopefully they're a little different or we can see what's similar so you go first um for me i think that mine and even like when we were talking about this podcast you were like uh, you know we need to write it down and like have like an exact location and stuff like that <laughs> i was like i really don't care where it's at um i'm more so about like the environment and so like um i just want it to be very relaxing very like like hot like not hot in a sense of like it's a hundred and some degrees outside i'm just like scorching but just like I want it to be nice weather. I think we both like warm vacations. Yeah. Also because we're like from Wisconsin, I think we always want to escape that. Mm-hmm. And so we have like the best times when we're traveling somewhere warm and tropical. Yeah. So I want that. Um, I just want some excursions in which we can do like cool new things together. Um, I know we talk about like zip lining a lot or um cave diving or just like you know just some like random stuff that you Mm -hmm. won't you don't get to do like anywhere else um i want that uh you know i'm a big snorkeler so uh i'm a snorkeler okay um so somewhere that can be involved um i'm not really big on like 
like, I want to call them physical spaces, but just like um, monuments and stuff like that. Um, we went to Mexico and like seen Chichen Itza and it was probably like one of the worst things that <laughs> one of the worst experiences on a vacation that I've ever been a part of. Oh my so I was God. like, I was like, all right, cool. Like, we got good pictures. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, all right, cool. Like, you know, this structure is here is old. Like, it's really cool that like, you know, people did this, like the ancient, mm-hmm. like Mayans and Aztecs, like built this thing. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to stay there for two hours and still like marvel at this great statue. So with that excursion, the going to see the cenote was probably more fun for you. What so is, that, that like hole in the ground. Oh, though. that was tight. Yeah. It was so active. We, we went into like, what is it like? It's almost like an underground. It's like a well, but like a swimming hole mm-hmm. inside the ground. Um, and like jumped off and and went in there and stuff so yeah i would say that was more fun too um but yeah so like i don't have to go anywhere where like like i don't need to necessarily like sightsee mm-hmm. unless it's like a quick oh here's this or it's like an activity yeah or an activity like i don't want to just go somewhere to take a picture like right. i don't really care about all mm-hmm. that so it, essentially just like as long as it's a relaxing time um in nice weather where we can do like actually do fun stuff mm-hmm. Versus then versus versus like just sitting around and stuff. Like I think that would be my ideal honeymoon. Cool. Yeah, I think we're pretty pretty aligned there. I want like a perfect balance between some romance. Ooh. And <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> and um yeah, like being able to be relaxed and like just kind like completely like not off the grid, but, you know, just, like, mm-hmm. away from it all, just really feeling like we can bask in the sun, get our glow on, and then also, like, activities and excursions. Like, I would really, like you said, like, zip lining is on my list. I really want to, like, through the jungle. Ooh, yeah, that's the one. Or I would really like to go, like, somewhere, like, there's in Thailand, there's, like, this giant swing in the rice fields, like, stuff like that, or ATVing through the jungle, mm-hmm. like, just like something super active and then being able to like go back to wherever you are i think we're both totally fine with like being at a resort oh yeah (laughs) like some all-inclusive stuff i know people have like certain feelings about that but like i 100 percent am totally fine like sitting on a beach and not having to go anywhere else right uh, except for those excursions and like being able to come back and like Mm -hmm. know that i'm in a hotel room and feel really comfortable i'd also be fine with like doing other like airbnbs or whatever Mm -hmm. and getting that experience but I think we're both, like, very in line with, like, wanting it to be warm and just having that balance of, like, relaxation and excursion. Yeah. Like, I don't think that I want to pay to go somewhere just for, like, the pictures. You know what I'm saying? I feel like people people want to go to, I don't know, like, I'm trying to think of a place that is, like, very, like, picturesque. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, I don't want to go to none of those places. <laughs> um as a honeymoon yeah absolutely a hundred percent and i think we're both like like we i think we'd both love to go to europe but that's never really been on our like to-do list like Mm. that's never been like oh you know where i I really want to go which i would like i'd love to go to like the south of france or like italy or something but like somewhere where it's nice and warm and i can still lay on the beach so like i might as well go, go somewhere that i can do that all the time but i think that's still definitely somewhere we want to go but honeymoon's not the move no Mm. Cool. Just well, more like a relaxed time, especially like after the hard 
stuff that I'm assuming will come with this, like, wedding planning and stuff like that. I know. That. I also think that just based on the timing of our wedding, we're getting married in September, and I'm still going to be in school, so likely we probably won't even be able to get to go on our honeymoon right away. Yeah. So I think that we would definitely want it to feel like a complete, like, relaxation vacation from everything and, and make it worth to, it. Yeah. Give some time to save some bread, too. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. All right, well. Those were our questions. Those were all of our questions. So thank you for bearing with us, tuning in. Um, if you have other questions, like feel free to ask us and we can probably just throw them in um, towards the end of our episodes with our guests and stuff like that. Yeah, absolutely. I think that that can be a regular thing. As we talk about different things, feel free to um, add to the conversation um, on any of our platforms. Um, which speaking of, if you would like to follow us on Instagram, our Instagram is the engaged podcast, mm-hmm. all one word, all one word, um, on Twitter, we are the engaged pod P O D. Um, and if you'd like to follow our personal accounts, my Instagram is Una Amor, O O N A M O R. That's all one word that A is shared between the two. And Anthony is at AOANT. Yeah. But don't follow him on Instagram because he's about to delete that. Follow him on Twitter. Yeah, she's a little salty about it. I am very salty. A little salty about that. Um, <laughs> make sure you got two Y's in that AO. So it's A Y Y O A N T. Common, common mistake. Um, also, if you like what you hear um, and you are listening to us on Apple Podcasts, um, please, please, please. Uh, give Please. us give us some uh some stars up on that mic. It don't got to be five. It can be four, five preferred. If you like, if you <laughs> whatever like, you're feeling, whatever you're like feeling. It. If you do give us four, please let us know how we can improve. Yeah, we're like, we how like can to, get that one star? Like to get, we'd like to get five. Yeah. But also subscribe. Um, make sure you're tuning in if you are enjoying these conversations. As we said, our next episodes will be much more focused on getting. Um, to talk with some couples that we look up to that um, we've shared time with. Um, and yeah, if you have any couples or questions or topics that you would like us to cover, um, please let us know. You can um, drop us a comment or a DM or whatever it may be um, if you have any suggestions. Cool. Well, yeah. with that, um, thank you for um, engaging with us. And we hope to have you listen to us next time. We do, yeah. <laughs> All right, peace. <laughs>